Hello and welcome to Spilling the Tea with P. I am so excited to be joined by Rebecca Stewart. Rebecca is an amazing yoga teacher from Liverpool and has been recording for my app today a self-care series. So welcome Rebecca. Thank you for having me. <laughs> we are going to get started with some quick fire questions. I actually heard this on another podcast and I thought that's such a good way to break the ice mm. and for our listeners to get to know you. So if you could buy any type of food, what would you buy? I think it would have to be some kind of tropical fruit. Maybe a coconut, it's not really food, but it's a drink. And it would but... be healthy. <laughs> if you could be any animal, what would it be? Uh, an elephant. Oh. And they said banana then, my mum's on fruit. <laughs> they love bananas. <laughs> yeah, it'd be an elephant. Okay, what was one of the things on your bucket list? So I've been trying to cross things off my bucket list this year. I think something... Something I really, really, really would like to do. Mm, I'm gonna say deep sea diving. That's that's a new one. It's not deep sea diving. Yeah, or like scuba diving. Ooh, I've not done. Love it. Might be wrong in saying deep sea. Maybe deep, like a professional out there. Like extreme. <laughs> <laughs> like you might die. Let's cross that one. Scuba diving. Scuba diving. Yeah. Um, let's just get you the snorkel. Oh yeah. I did that in Bali. It was unbelievable. Couldn't believe it. Perfect. <laughs> Um, okay, last question. Who do you admire the most? So I've been asked this before and I always think mothers. All yeah. mothers everywhere. Love I just think... They are incredible. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. The, how do they do it? How do they do it? Like, <laughs> literally all people have came from mothers. So, yeah, mothers, all mums. We're getting everywhere. deep already. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Um, as I said, Beck is a yoga teacher and she specialises in womb yoga and feminine, feminine healing. So in this podcast, we're going to basically be talking about her journey into yoga, why she does the work that she does. And it will probably, I mean, we've been talking for about an hour before we hit record yeah, yeah. and covered a million topics. Mm. So we will probably digress. I sound like I'm getting dead scouts now because... I'm talking to you like when I'm with this coach, I tend to go dead coach, so you might not be able to understand us. <laughs> we'll put on your good voices on Um so do you wanna tell everyone a little bit about the self-care series that you've just mm-hmm. filmed yeah. and then um we'll jump into the juicy questions. Yeah, so um the self-care series Paris actually did a class with me, I think during lockdown, didn't yeah. you? Which I specifically did for self-care because I just felt like that's what everybody needed at that time. I think sometimes, and you know, we'll, as you say, we'll digress a bit in mm. further into this. We feel like when we need to do something, what we need to do has to be this super active thing. And I think even the more and more we teach ourselves to calm down and know it's okay to rest, it's still so glorified to be super, super active. And also when we consider self-care, there's that whole thing, there's that meme, isn't there, on Instagram that says self-care is more bubble baths and this and that. I think it does say yeah. it's not yoga, but... This level of self-care, like it's really just being intimate with you and yourself and mm-hmm. that's what I wanted to sort of bring through in the series and we've put some emphasis on to PMS, anxiety and stress, periods, um, what was the other one? Vulnerability, like a specific one yeah. for vulnerability because, yeah, just those raw sides of yourself Definitely. that we, I suppose, try and hide away mm-hmm. from. Yeah, mm. I think two big topics there for um, our female audience if there's any guys listening you probably just want to switch off <laughs> <laughs> um, vulnerability and pms so mm. pms is something that i've suffered with 
terrible over the years and vulnerability. So mm-hmm. do you want to tell me a little bit about your journey with like PMS and um, vulnerability and why you... Yeah, so I feel like I could go off on so many things. So obviously PMS, so a big part of, I'll just try and explain really quick, I, yeah. as I've developed into moving more into like feminine healing and um, we were just literally saying before, weren't we? I was, I was always very much in this very masculine energy. Yeah. And for anyone who's not sort of familiar with the, um, you know, we all have feminine energy and masculine energy within us. But in society, we value this masculine energy a little bit more, don't we? And I don't necessarily mean males by that, but this masculine do, 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 uh, this very young type energy. And um, what was I talking about? PMS. Oh, yeah. So then, you know, within our cycle as a woman, we go through different levels of like yin and yang. We have that week before our period and our periods. And even if we're not bleeding, even if we don't have wombs, you know, we still go through that phase. But what happens, I think, with women is we're so... This area just before we bleed and the week we're bleeding isn't valued. And we still try and keep up with the world. We still try and see as many people. We still try and be as sociable. And I think our body and our inner feminine wants to pull in. Yeah, and oh wants to God. retreat. I don't want to see anyone mm. that week before. I literally just want to hibernate. Literally. And I'm so sleepy. I mm. feel like the light's so being sucked out of me. And it's hard when you're a busy, productive person so because you, you fight in this feeling of like, why you can't, I can't drink a sentence yeah, yeah. together some days? Literally. And I'm like, why it's like baby brain, isn't it? Yeah. Like you can't, you can't speak. And I do think. Um, PMS and premenstrual tension there's obviously a million reasons for it but I think a big part is like this inner calling from your feminine of like telling everybody to F off yeah you know and yeah I do just want to be on my own and that's why this irritable and like annoyed and angry uh, angry uh, quote unquote side comes out because it's it's this inner scream of like listen to me and let me rest you know and yeah that's so powerful so powerful yeah and I think because it is I mean how badly viewed as it been for years and years women women have been put in menstrual institutions because of this premenstrual tension when really it's just a deep inner calling and again it can crazy crazy or or psycho or all these Mm. things and the same with your vulnerability you know I feel like I did a big uh, women's circle the day about vulnerability and um, I looked up the meaning of vulnerability on Google. Mm-hmm. And it was something really bizarre. Like, when you're vulnerable, you're, you're at risk of um, emotional or physical attack. I wow. thought, wow, that's not how I view a vulnerability. No. And I was thinking, how do I? So when I was explaining it on this women's circle, and I just said, you know, it's it's that real, deep, raw, authentic self. Yes. And that's vulnerability, you know, and we yes. were just talking about being vulnerable with other people and blah 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 and how sometimes you can't and and the thing we came to in this was about being vulnerable with yourself and being honest with yourself about what you want and don't want and Mm -hmm. I always talk about having walls to other people and you know I'm a million different people to a person to a million different people I'm a Gemini rising yeah so like it's I I adapt no I'm saying because I know people yeah 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 but so to one person, you know, I might say, you know, what we were talking about before, something about wanting family or I really love love or someone else, I might be super cold. But say, but who are you with you? Do you know what I mean? Can you admit to yourself that you love people and that you want to be loved? Mm-hmm. Can you admit to yourself that sometimes things make you feel sad? Can you be with that? You know, and it was just, yeah, to that, that vulnerable That's so, so self. powerful, isn't mm-hmm. it? Because do we, as a society, give ourselves permission to check in with that person? No. Because we hold everyone else's opinion so highly, don't so we? So highly. And 
I often have to check in with myself and think, no, you know, you are a good person, you are doing good things, yeah. but you do get wrapped up so much in proper other people's expectations proper. or like and allowing yourself to be vulnerable with you. I think that is so what for yoga or yoga it's so important to show up as your authentic self yeah. and allow yourself to be vulnerable because that's when the healing happens. Completely. Like I've had breakthroughs on the mat where I know I've really let go or I've really mm. faced something. Maybe mm. not healed from it, but I've come face to face with something. Yeah. And I think that's because I've allowed myself to be really vulnerable. Yeah, completely. Um, I put a post out a few weeks ago on my Instagram about um, people crying after yoga. Because obviously mm. like, through lockdown with yourself, you will have had loads of new people trying yeah. yoga. And people will message Everyone saying, always asks yeah, if people are yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> <laughs> If you haven't bawled like a baby in my class, no, I'm only joking. Um, but it is that that physical release again that we shy away from. You know, we see tears as a bad thing or mm-hmm. as a negative thing or weak yeah. for having that release. So yeah. I think it, bringing it back to yoga, vulnerability, and the class that you've done in the self care series will be so beneficial to women in particular yeah. because it will equip them to maybe show up as their vulnerable self yeah. in other situations. Yeah. yeah. And just sort of get on the mat and do things that aren't necessarily... I mean, and I'm all for the fancy things and being yeah. strong and all that, but just being on your mat and being... Well, not even, you know, you don't, can't, can't remember exactly what's in it now, but, you know, you could be on your couch, you could be on... You know, and we, we forget, I think, with yoga that all of these things are yoga as well. Yoga oh, is just yeah. your life's journey with, with yourself. Definitely. You know, and I say this all yoga. the time, it's not just what I do on my mat. That's mm-hmm. probably 0.1% yeah, of my practice in general. Completely. Like, um, the, obviously, the postures are amazing, um, which probably brings me on to the next subject because mm. we had a conversation last night around yeah. our practice yeah. and how it's changed over the years and how we've adapted, how we teach and all the rest of it. And I was actually saying to Beck, you know, when I first started yoga, I was very much like, oh, the sweatier, the better, the mm. harder the flow, and oh my God, the ego, I could do flying crow into a headstand, and I was, oh my God, I got addicted to Ashtanga Primary Series, mm. I was so frustrated when I couldn't get past it, sub to come asking, because I had an oh, injury yeah. in my head, and I was like, oh, I'm never going to move past this, <laughs> yeah. and I remember, like, torturing myself, <laughs> like, at one point, I didn't think I could walk with the pain in my head, and I was like, why am I doing this? Yeah. And then, um, over the years, it's slowly, slowly started to change. And don't get me wrong, I love a flow and I love the release you get from a flow. I love teaching flow because yeah, I feel like yeah. that's that's powerful. Mm. Then. But when I practice myself now, I tend to create a little bit of a heat with a flow mm-hmm. and then I just don't want to move. Yeah. I want to be in child's pose or I want to be in butterfly or something just dead restorative and juicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's almost as though my body's asking for that time mm. to just heal and rest and I think your journey's been quite similar Mm, hasn't it very similar I think there's a there's a few things I could say on it because someone pointed this out to me once um I don't know if this is the best thing to start with but I will because I went through this phase being like that and I ended up with an injury and like for me it was like I think I deceived myself I kind of convinced myself that I wasn't 
really into this and I always had this thing of no I'm, I'm here for the yoga I'm here for the mind and blah 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 but I ended up with this injury that like, I couldn't do anything I had to stop going to the gym I had to reassess my whole practice but anyway so then my teaching started to change a little bit and I remember speaking to somebody in a studio at the time and they were like but Beth some people sit all day so they need that very active yoga and I think for people like you and I we were teaching all the time, practicing all the time. I was doing a two-hour practice and then I'd teach an eight-hour day, you know, <laughs> and then I'd get an injury and I wonder why. And it's like, you have to learn to, it's that thing again, of tuning into yourself. What do I need today when I get on this mat? Yeah. Do I need to lie down for an hour? Yeah. Or do I need to move myself through a flow? And I always talk about this internal checklist. I don't know if you do this. Yeah, oh my God, that dialogue. No, no, no like a checklist for okay. like... What did I do yesterday? What have I got to do today? Because um, I used to like, go to the gym for an hour and a half, mm-hmm. go for a run, yeah, do yoga class in the morning, go yoga class night. So now I think to myself, what did you do yesterday? Okay, didn't really do much. What have I got on for the rest of the day? Or well, I've only got this class later. Okay, maybe I can do a little bit of a tougher flow. Do you know when like, they start like, assessing it, kind yeah. of? Yeah. Um, like the knock on effect it's going to have on the yeah. rest of your day. I'm Instead of jumping on your mat with this, should. I oh should God. do I two should. hours yeah. of power yoga. You know, and it's like, well, maybe you shouldn't because what is it you're looking for when you get on the mat? Mm. You know, are you looking for a pump? Are you looking for a flow? If you go in the gym later, do you need to get that on your mat? You know, just all these little things. Yeah. And I think we just live in this world of shoulds and that's how it should be and that's mm-hmm. how... But yeah, I'm the same now. It's just such a... Well, I go through a, a range sometimes. It's yeah, amazing. Sometimes I just... And I rolled around on my mat. I've literally woke up in the morning sometimes, got on my mat, and have you ever done this? And just got a pillow and a blanket on. Oh, lie down on the mat. Lie down. Yeah. And that's Especially it. when I've struggled sleeping, which is so weird because I don't know what it is about my mat, but as soon as I get on it, I feel like I'll just go to sleep. Mm. And I'm like, why? Mm. I didn't sleep last night, and now I've got up to do my practice. <laughs> and I'm like, right, I'll just have a shavasana. There is something really magical though about shavasana, mm. like. Oh yeah, it's my favorite part of the class. Yeah, completely. If I go to a class and I don't get a juicy shavasana, I feel literally yeah. robbed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can we just start again? Because mm. I really need you to no, need to relax my toes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just don't feel like I got the whole deal. No, I'm only messing. I always take a positive from every year of class, yeah. but I do love a shavasana. Like, oh god, it's just the best it's so good so let's give people an insight into obviously pre-lockdown because i think we're both still working on different timetables into what our lives look like as yoga teachers because Mm. i think a lot of listeners will um and i get this a lot which i get i totally get why people maybe have this misconception but they'll come into an evening class at like half seven and they'll say you must love your job haven't you got a lovely job <laughs> and just think I could teach that one yeah, class yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. and there's so much more that goes into yeah. a life of a yoga teacher yeah. so should we maybe touch yeah, on definitely. that I what think, yours look like I think one of the things and I think this is true for anybody obviously yoga um, I know people don't always know the full depths of yoga but it, it is a life practice of course. but I also think anything that you're very passionate about and I'm sure everyone can relate to this it consumes you mm. to the point, and especially when you're like a teacher, so you're a teacher of yoga, you're a student of yoga, you're, you're healing, and it, it becomes everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it can. I think one of the things we spoke about, didn't we, was getting to that point of exhaustion. Burnout. You know, I even yesterday, this is so random, but I went to this drumming class, and it was just a totally different 
group of people that I would normally be with and, yeah. and a different conversation and, and okay. a different vibe and it made me realise how much I'm, I'm always in yoga and spirituality in that same world and having beautiful but the same conversations yeah. and I thought how nice it was to be in a different space yeah. where nobody knew I was a yoga teacher and nobody yeah. but yeah there's so That's much the that thing about travelling yeah, we'll move yeah, on to yeah, next. yeah. But yeah, there's so much that goes into it so much it's it's everything and I think <laughs> when you've got into yoga you you become a teacher because you want people to experience the change you've experienced yeah so then you've got this pressure on yourself of oh you know I want this person to have this good feel and, and you become like a counsellor and you become yeah you know a therapist and life coach and I, and I love all of those things mm. but yeah you definitely one of the things I've had to implement definitely over the past couple of years is more boundaries with myself mm. and and what I allow into my energy and what I don't and yeah, it's funny because I do remember people used to, like, just before I went away to Bali, you know, I would teach six o'clock in the morning and usually an evening class mm-hmm. and sometimes a midday class as well. And people did used to say that to me, you know, you must love it and I'm not going to complain. You know, no, I created God, that yeah, life I myself. That job, yeah. I was exhausted. Yeah, beyond belief. Exhausted. And, and I think wasn't. the planning that goes into, um, you know, one session, like yeah. when I teach a class, I can hands on heart say, I don't feel like I've ever taught a class and not give a hundred percent. I feel like yeah. I pour my soul into That's it. That's what I was gonna say, your yeah. soul goes into it. I want the, I want the music to be just right, I want the reading at the end to be perfect. I I want everyone to come on this journey and yeah. like you said, get the benefits that I have from it. Yeah. So it's like that transfer of energy, isn't it? You know, you, yeah. you pour so much out. Sometimes I think, oh no, physically I can teach 30 odd classes a week, but mentally energetically mm. spirituality have I got that in my cup to pour out yeah it's actually it's just brought it back to what we were it's so vulnerable and I don't know if people always I think other people who are really into it can identify it but I think if if you were very tuned in and you came to my class you could tell exactly what I was going through and exactly what's yes. coming up for me oh my god and it's so yes. exposing yeah. isn't it to go in yeah. front of people and be like this is the lesson I've learned myself, this week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let me share with you what I've yeah. you know read what quote has resonated yeah. with me what healing I am going through yeah you know and yeah it's funny because mm. people often say to me in, in or at the end of class it was like you could read me mad mm. and I think we're going through the same thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you just don't know it mm. um and, and that's what happens isn't it yeah. it's like you, something I don't know if it happens to you something clicks in my mind say like a word like vulnerability or openness and I think that's coming that. to my mind because it's going to resonate with other people too yeah, and yeah. it always does yes. and exact right they're the most powerful class. classes mm. yeah and I think showing up on your um you know worst days I remember like moving out of my house and I was I was like so upset and I just wanted to crawl into bed and, mm. and cry and mm. I, I didn't I had to go and teach a class mm. and I remember thinking like why am I putting myself through this? And there's been loads of things over the years where I thought, why am I going into class now? But it's the only way I knew to yeah. carry on. But I would never let anyone in the class know yeah, yeah, that yeah. I just had a heartbreak or, you know, something yeah, yeah, yeah. horrible or wrong. Because that's not... My job is to revert, is to provide a safe place and for you to come. Yeah, and, and here yeah. I don't want you to be any way shape or form worried about me or yeah, what's yeah. going on in my life like I'm here for you mm. um and I think that responsibility like there's always um a reading that I don't know if I know it off by heart 
Um, but it's it ends with um, I will do my best to shine nothing but kindness and light upon you. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like that's an oath when anyone comes to me, yeah. to whether that's class, to a friend, to to anything. I feel like that's a really important value that I hold, that I will hold the space and just be yeah. kind and light because yeah. everyone deserves that, don't yeah. they? Yeah, 100%. But so do you. And that's what we forget sometimes. I think everyone does. Yoga teachers, healers, mums, not everybody. Yeah. You forget and we want to give so much to everybody mm-hmm. else and we do often forget to give it to ourselves. Yeah. And and take that time and say, you know, you know I'm not going to teach today or... I can't show up for you today because I'm showing up for me. Yeah. You know. I think through lockdown, I have definitely got better at that. Like, mm. I didn't know the meaning of the word no before lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was only feeling maybe let down or, um, you know, seeing things in a different light through my own journey through lockdown mm. that I kind of distanced myself and thought, no. You do need to just like be there for yourself and make yeah. a bit more, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. a bit more time to, yeah. to do those things. So, right, travel. That was travel. running it because yeah. we we were digressing yeah, in and we yeah, could yeah. just healing <laughs> is something that we're both obviously really passionate yeah. about. So, um, I'm sure we'll have future episodes. But Definitely. um, travel. You have just got well, not just got back, yeah. but tell. Yeah. Tell everyone the dilemma you had because you went to <laughs> Bali and ended up getting stranded. So and, many dilemmas. Oh my god. So it many. was stressing me out watching you. Oh my god. I was like, please, when you, you storied to say you'd landed yeah. in Manchester or London, wherever you yeah, was, I was like, yeah. oh my god, thank god. Yeah. The home, the safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you have the best time while you were in Do you know Bali? what? This whole year, and I'm, I'm, um, I'm conscious of saying this because I said this to someone yesterday and then they they highlighted to me a lot of the really bad struggles that have happened this year and I was just saying mm. you know everybody keeps saying like let's cancel 2020 and let's this and, and I said you know what <laughs> all manner of things have happened to me this year you know yeah. and some things that you know I definitely wouldn't reveal publicly right now mm. and in spite of all those things I don't think I'll look back on this year as bad no. I feel like there's been so many amazing things and I know it's been a dark year. I know yeah. it has, but and even Bali. So yeah, that that's we, we went. Um, we had all kinds of madness happen. Yeah. Emma got sick. Uh, no, I broke my phone. That was the first one. So I broke my phone. It's horrible when you're in a foreign when country. When you're in a foreign country, country just, like, oh, oh. it was just. It, and then Emma got really sick. Um, this was pre-coronavirus. It wasn't coronavirus. <laughs> um, yeah, she got really, really ill, and and then that we had like a big bill for that. Um, and then what happened we got the fine because we'd been in Bali too long visa, which sounds yeah. you know I'm sure a lot of people are thinking how did you do that but you, have you been I've been to Bali so I we went, to went Bali last year but they said how long do you want a visa for us we yeah. said 60 days so they said go to that table there get the 60 day visa we paid for it yeah we went through no one told us anything else <laughs> but apparently you have to go somewhere else to, to pay again for the second party oh, visa no. so anyway so we ended up with this £3,000 fine um, we were away for like two days, £3,000, obviously we ended up going through that whole thing, like we raised the money, like yeah. that was another one of them times when the support system around us, it was so overwhelming, I can't awesome. I feel like I'm going to cry now because um, it was like, I cu- it was unbelievable, yeah. it was like me, me faith in humanity and people and myself, do you know, to know yeah. how, how loved you are, loved. Yeah. and so, so we that, that, and then... <laughs> 
on our way back from the Philippines. And we were like, right, we've got to book our flights, so they, they won't let us back in. So we booked our flights, £600 or whatever they were. Um, sorry, yeah. uh, 300 each. <laughs> Gets back into Bali. And then our flight got cancelled no. <laughs> because of coronavirus. So oh. then we booked, so then we were waiting, no, so then we booked another flight. It was like getting glass me tickets. <laughs> Literally, we were like, <laughs> trying to get flights. Booked another flight. It went through. Then my car, my, my bank cancelled it. My bank didn't authorise oh it. So God. we lost that I flight. I have seen all this on your stories. Oh my God. Be my so then we booked home. another flight. And we were like, cool. So we were chilling. We had two more days in Bali. They would just enjoy these two days and then we'll go home. Then Hong Kong shut their border. So it was like... I know everybody's gone through like madness, but I don't know if anybody else was away while this was going on, mm. or if you've ever been in a country where they're shutting the borders yeah. down of yeah. the world. That's so we so booked scary. that, and then we're literally there trying to book flights, and as we're doing it, the borders were shutting, mm. shutting, and shutting. Sure. It was like now I look back to it, I'm like that was the most stressful bizarre, situation, just bizarre yeah. situation that's ever happened in my I life. Think the whole thing is like if someone told you now what you'd have. I've done over the past few months. Honest it was just too much. So yeah, so then we lost two flights and then we ended up, we'd ended up, I won't go into the ins and outs, but if anyone wants to know, you can ring me. Um, <laughs> but we ended up with this uh, flight to Jakarta. When I yeah. tried to book one of the flights, half of it did go through. So we were like, do we leave Bali and go to Jakarta and risk and see if we can get a flight? Or do we just stay in Bali for yeah. lockdown? Oh my and there was God. this, Imagine and we were on, on, really? on the edge, yeah. We were on the edge, and there was me, Emma, and Alex, you know, yeah. and we were literally, we were like, should we just should stay? We just and then, stay. for whatever reason, we decided to go to Jakarta, and we got, we a, flight. got a flight. But, oh, my God. Like, so glad you... But did you love Bali? I loved Bali. Yeah. I loved Bali. Unbelievable. Like, the food, the people, the yoga, the, the weather, like... Unbelievable yeah. and the lifestyle. I feel like it's such a yoga teacher thing, isn't such it? Like, it's Bali and yeah, yeah, like yeah. everyone. Yeah. I just loved yeah. it. No, there. I did. I loved it. I really did love it. And it, I went from Thailand and I feel like I should have done Bali first because yeah. by the time I got to Bali from Thailand, yeah. I was kind of not ready to come home, but because I quite happily stayed in Thailand. Yeah. I'm a yeah. creature of like routine. Yeah. And I loved in Thailand, even though I travelled around, I had a base. I knew where I like to eat. I had this lovely group of friends and mm. I just I don't know. And then I went to Bali and it was like everyone was on mopeds and mm. it was just like being it, I don't know, it was yeah, mad. Yeah, so it's yeah. different, totally different experience. But you, you haven't done Thailand yet, have you? No, I've not done Thailand, but I'm a bit like that because even when we move around in Bali, you yeah. get a bit of I'm like I always say this, I'm 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 a bit weird because I love to travel but I, I'm really I like comforts. same <laughs> Honest to God, I am the same. Yeah. Like I love seeing different places but I love home as well. Yeah, I'm not yeah, a big yeah. fan of hotels. Oh no, I, I, I love a hotel. I, I mean, not that I've ever stayed in a seven-star hotel. <laughs> but something about hotels, and I don't know whether this is an energy thing, you know, I feel like no, maybe you're going to uncover something, but I always feel panicked. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I can never settle, in, no matter how, you know, lovely the hotel is. Unless I'm there, I mean, I haven't been on one of these holidays since I was about 
19 yeah. unless I'm there for two weeks yeah and I know that I've got to stay mm-hmm. there but like you know when people do a weekend away and they stay in a hotel yeah. I'm like oh no, no that'll, that'll be an energy hours. thing definitely because yeah. I think that was it we were in Uber for a month and it really felt like home. We had this gorgeous yeah. little space. And I don't think we were... We, we still enjoyed ourselves, but I don't think we were quite as settled as what we were in that place. And it, it became ours, and it felt like home. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's sad. But I do love a hotel. Oh, no. I love big, white bed sheets. No. Mm. No, nightmare. I don't mind an Airbnb. <laughs> do you know what it is? More homely. More homely. And I like being able to get out first thing in the morning. I don't know if this is, like, a panicky thing. Yeah. For those of you who don't don't know I actually should do a, a podcast on anxiety I've suffered an anxiety of years but and yoga's massively helped me mm. but I like being able to go straight out in the morning and get into fresh air and I always think with the hotel you're a bit trapped yeah mm. it's that feeling of like mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah an Airbnb yeah, yeah. with a balcony and I'm not yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so tell me We've done your bucket list. Oh, bucket list for travel is on our little agenda. Oh, bucket list. So. While we're on the travel subject, we're, let's say two places that you want to go in 2021 if we're back to normal. So one place I've always said is Mexico, and I've said that since oh, I was little. I love Mexico. Have you been? Yeah. So I used to... Like I didn't know there was a scene on a film about fleeing to Mexico. <laughs> so I've always <laughs> said it. I'd love to flee it's to amazing. Mexico. And Mexican people are so nice. Yeah, I had a friend from so Mexico um, one of me, on one of my yoga courses yeah. and he was lovely and he always says, come and teach. Yeah. Yeah, because he's got a studio. Oh. Yeah. Okay, we'll arrange that. Yeah, we'll go. <laughs> so Mexico. <laughs> and I think, do you know what's coming to mind? New Zealand. Okay. And that's a new one, yeah, to be that's honest. Far. That's a new one. But we almost ended up going. It, we, we, we had a job to go, me and Emma. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, you know, all manner of things have happened. We probably wouldn't have gone, but because of lockdown, they're yeah. not letting people in, so we, 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 did, we couldn't go to the job. Uh, but it's in my mind now, New Zealand. I'm like, what, really? is there something? I always think when you call somewhere the same with Mexico, is, is there something for me there? Is there is something I'm going to learn? Yeah. You know, rather than, like, I want to see that place because of this, this, this. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think those places, yeah. Lovely, mm. love that. Mm. I just want to go back to Thailand. Yeah, I've never been. I don't think I've got a second place that I, I, I want to go. I mean, I wouldn't mind, like, obviously going to Santorini or <laughs> somewhere else. So many like that, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know what um what twenty twenty one is gonna hold. Can you even have it? Can, can, can you have any plan? Can you leave? <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll all be in um, Dorset, <laughs> Cornwall. Cornwall. I'm actually going to Cornwall on Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it is nice. Um, okay, so tell us. There's two things left on our agenda: uh, life lessons yeah. and something that people misunderstand about you. <laughs> um, life lessons. Like what? Have, what have I generally learnt in life? Because yeah, I feel like. Isn't it funny, I'm, I'm talking to the listeners here, but isn't it funny the way you feel like you know someone through their Instagram? Yeah. Like, me and you have connected, obviously, been to your workshops yeah, and yeah, done yeah. your Zooms, but on the whole, it's been an Instagram-based oh, yeah, friendship. Um, we're from the same town and all the rest of it, but um, I feel like our journeys have been very similar mm. in that, you know, we've both done a lot of work on healing and it's something that we're passionate about mm. uh, sharing. And I just feel like, I don't know whether it's through lockdown that I've had time to reflect, but I'm really proud of how far I've come yeah. in terms of life lessons. Yeah, like yeah, when I think yeah. back to the 20-year-old me, oh 
um, you know, how far I've come from yeah. this. It doesn't even have to be to do with yoga. It just could be to do with, like, what you value now and yeah. how it's different. I think, do you know a big thing that's coming into my mind, and this is something I've learned definitely, to, like, be open to love. And I think you learn more and more all the time about this. And I think if there's one thing about me, I've spent my life with walls up and telling people and telling myself who I am, what I like, what I don't like. And none of it's been true. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I feel like it's just, you are talking directly to me. But it's, what it's, like it's, it's, it's so true for everyone. And I can see, and I don't know if you're the same now, so mm. clearly with people now when they've got walls up. I was with a guy the other day, not in any kind of way, a friend, and he <laughs> said, um, I don't have feelings. And I was like, you've got the most feelings. Oh, <laughs> because only someone who's got the most feelings would say, would say I don't have feelings. And I thought, I can see it and see you hurting, you know, and that, that's just not true. That, you know, isn't I used it, to be like isn't that? that such a bold statement oh to say, though? Like, I feel like that is, uh, well, such a man thing to say, yeah, yeah, first yeah, off. Yeah. Before this podcast, by the way, we had a total <laughs> half an hour hate on men. Right? And we were actually saying, just while we're on the subject, how... Men, and I'm not. I, sh- I shouldn't say I'm not generalising because I yeah. am. Um, <laughs> there's definitely no male listeners by now. We've said PMS. They all switched off twenty minutes ago. Um, for those of you who um, are like you know into to yoga, meditation, healing, it's hard to find someone to connect with who is emotionally intelligent yes. and who understands those needs yes and emotionally available do you know like I think I just add so so I've just had so many walls that just keep coming crashing down constantly Mm. all of the time you know and you can't be all this raw bubbly love and self to everyone I think that's what I was going to say what people (laughs) misunderstand about me I think it could go one of two ways Either people think I'm very positive and very blah, 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 yeah. and I'm not. <laughs> or also people think I'm very, very cold, and I'm and not, you know. You know and, and I think people will see these two, or I believe that's the way people see these two measures of me because, you know, I can be a little bit cold and standoffish at times, mm-hmm. and sometimes I've got quite bad social anxiety, which I'm, I'm working yeah, through, and, and, and that can be difficult. And, and also, yeah, people... People say to me sometimes, you know, how do you stay positive all the time? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm one million percent don't. You know, that's, that's not what I'm about. And I think you I'm not more... can't be positive all the time. No. I get that question a lot as well. And I, 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 I want to be, I want to be real and say, I'm just sharing what I'm going through. Like, yeah. I can't, I would never share anything that I didn't know had helped me. Yeah, exactly. Um, so if you're seeing that on my Instagram, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. there because it's usually something that I'm feeling or I've been through and yeah, I want to exactly. help you get through. Like, yeah. And I think to be a positive person all of the time would be unhealthy. Don't get me wrong, I have got a very positive outlook. Like, my mum I always say like, like, I'm, I'm optimistic. Yeah, I'm, I'm optimistic. Not, I'm yeah. not a positive... No, I'm not a positive person. I'm not a, But I'm optimistic. You know, if, if I was in the shit... I don't can I swear? Yeah. I'd say I'm in the shit, but I'd say I know I'm going to be out of it. Yeah, exactly. I know, but I'm not going to pretend while I'm in a really bad place. Exactly. I'm not in a bad place. I've got better as well at sharing. I don't know if you've noticed because my stories, I ramble on, they go on for like 25 hours. One of my friends said to me last week, he's not used too long, and I was like, oh, thanks. (laughs) Um, But I've started to try and let people into the 
the harder days, especially yeah. in, in business or as a as a yoga teacher or whatever I'm doing, um, I've started to let people into that because I didn't want people getting this like preconceived notion of me that mm-hmm. everything's perfect in mm-hmm. Paris land and mm-hmm. um, you know, it's always positive and yeah. I do have days where I really, really have to yeah. um battle with like, you know, things that I'm holding on to or things that are obstacles yeah and that's what I see them as yeah, just yeah, see them yeah. as obstacles and I just think yeah I know you're there I like you said every day aren't you and you grow each day I think that's another life lesson I've learned I don't know if you'd say the same I feel like every day I grow yeah and every day I learn something new about myself yeah. or someone else and apart from the week before we like, apart from that yeah <laughs> yeah I'm saying every day I grow because I don't you know that's 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 that line, isn't it yeah because sometimes I don't and sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm like, you are a waste of oxygen, you know, yeah. I get, but even it's nowadays, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, it just feels so, do you ever feel like you wish 20-year-old you could meet you now? Oh my God, massive. Like, I just feel like I'd be such a great inspiration to myself, yeah. and I feel like that's like the proudest yeah. thing that I could say. Do you exactly. Know I mean? Like, not comparing to anyone else's journey, just yeah. that. Just you, yeah. 10 years I remember ago. doing this in a child thing. I don't know if I've done it like this, but I had to take younger me yeah, it was and show oh my, my God, life I was now. Sobbing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, look at my life. <laughs> look at what you've achieved. Yeah. And it's not, there's no, you know, material thing. There's no. I'm not saying there's anything about that, but, you know, on an economic scale, yeah. I don't think she'd be that impressed. But look at who we've become, you know, oh, and look at so what we've beautiful. been through. Yeah, I love that. So, I really, really love that. That's a nice thing. Yeah, mm. definitely. Mm. It's made me a bit emotional. No, yeah. <laughs> that image, it's so yeah. powerful though, so isn't powerful. it? That in child's work. So powerful. And, and acknowledging how far you've come mm. and not comparing your start to someone else's yeah, yeah, middle yeah. or finish of exactly. their journey because exactly. everyone's met with different obstacles mm. and... Um, yeah, because oh I think we could just talk for hours, but I think I know, we should yeah, wrap it up there because we're getting yeah. on to 40 minutes yeah, and I always yeah. think I should drop after half an hour. Yeah, 45 minutes is like everything. Yeah. I think what, what I would like to say is obviously to anybody who is listening, because you never know how things are going to land. You know, like you yes, hear someone speaking in that way and you think, I wouldn't like little me to meet me now or whatever else. And it's just yeah. healing is open to everyone and these things are open to so, everyone. And yeah. your journey might not even include yoga. Your journey might not even, well, most if you've got palaces on. <laughs> But it might, not, it, it might not look like somebody else's journey looks, but like mm-hmm. you're here and you, it's that thing, you know, you've got over your worst days every time. Yeah, and it's you're just, still here. still here. I always think that, you know, um, things that used to maybe wobble me or things that used to really rock me and they'll, they'll appear in, in this present time mm. and I don't feel anywhere near as well. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. You've grown. You've really grown yeah, there. Yeah, so yeah. just giving yourself that little... Pat on the back, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, apart from that week before. Apart. I should, we, should, like, we should finish it on that week before your period. If you are listening the week before your period, Rebecca, I actually went to um, Beck's workshop in uh, Liverpool Yoga Studios on feminine healing oh, yeah, when you've done the, 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 the womb workshop. And it was all about, you know, tracking your cycle. And she talks so in-depth about the different seasons of our... Um, flow so if there is anything that you want to learn more about Beck is the person to go to obviously her Instagram will be tagged on um, this podcast and 
a post will be on my I've page. I've got a workshop well. coming up in October as oh. well, a similar one. Right, we'll meet you all there. 3rd of October, yeah. 3rd of October, so you can see the um, page for that. But it's so interesting to learn about yeah. and just honouring your body and your healing and what you need from your practice. I think yeah. one of the most powerful things for me from this podcast with you saying just showing up and being vulnerable. Yeah. And yeah. What you read Stephanie, just having a cry on the mat, just having a little sob and a nap. <laughs> there you go. You thought you were getting too put together. You <laughs> what you really got was us just admitting that we don't like to move. Yeah, I, mean, yes, I love a good flow, but thank you so much for joining me. Thank you me. so much. I feel like that was so. It was therapeutic, wasn't so it? Therapeutic. We're going to sleep well tonight. I know, totally. Um, so don't forget to check out Beck's self care series. It's a four part series dealing with all things PMS. Um, everything to do with vulnerability all the things that we've just spoken about and thank you so much for listening thank you